Hello, thank you for downloading episode 23 of Channel Massive. This is Noah. Hi, Noah. Hi, That's Noah. Jim. And Mark mumbling in the background. <laughs> he's not mumbling, he's speaking in tongues. <laughs> his eyes are rolled back in his, in his head, in his skull. He's like, And then I read another book about how to be a good dungeon master. And then after that, I went down to the quick way and I got a 44 ounce pop. And I think it was really good. Got some comic books and some bubblegum. Then you spilled it on your keyboard. Yeah. That was tragic. That was my, the G15, the Logitech G15 has survived the Coke spillage unscathed. That's amazing. Hey, that's I, Coke that, soda, is, right? that is a endorsement if I've ever heard one I was right quite there. distraught. Seriously. There's dark times here at the house. But. Did you introduce Jason? Well, Jason... Well, the temporary members. We <laughs> Sitting in with us tonight is sponsored by Jason Gill. We have that not so fresh Special feeling in the star. morning. <laughs> is Jason cameo appearance? Welcome aboard, Jason. Well, it's great for me and Jimmy to be back. Thank you. I, I love being here. We enjoyed listening to your guys's episode R- account of our, our pussydom. Yes, yes. <laughs> because we couldn't walk through the two. The, Two, two centimeters of snow. Two, two millimeters of the dusting of snow. Across 30 miles. Yeah. <laughs> Although, ironically, I couldn't drive to the store to buy Rock Band for like three days after that. That is ironic, isn't <laughs> it? So you would suspect there was perhaps some inclement weather involved. Just but, a little bit. Yeah. But it was cool. I liked the White Christmas. That was cool. Yeah, it was and nice it was. to have That's white the first Christmas. time since the late 90s that yeah, we've had good. a White Christmas. Global warming. Huh. Hooray. Yeah. <laughs> so happy Bring new year, guys! Happy yes. new year! Woo-hoo. Happy new year! So, what's on the agenda for this new tonight? Year? We are going to be going over what we've been playing. Do we have a meme update? Uh, a very minor one. Ooh, minor, but something worth saying nonetheless. So it's diminished. Worth saying something with the yeah. I think Mark covered all everything. Most everything that got updated in last week's episode, but yeah. we can kind of recap that again, and then there's a minor, minor, minor update. I've spent more time talking about the fact that it's a minor update than update. what I really have to say. Excellent. Oh, great. <laughs> so it's something to look forward to. After that, we will have an emaciated weekend game. Emaciated. Perhaps, depending on how much news we've been able to scrounge up during our holiday season. Skinny. You're gonna well, have. Yeah, a, was, I'll have a little bit of skinny on the skinny news. I, I, was, I knew we were gonna work that in somehow. <laughs> skinny, skinny on, the, on skinny. the skinny. Skinny, skinny. It was the skinny on the skinny. And then we're gonna get into the crystal ball, our Nostradamus phase, and talk about predictions. Predictions for 2008, for 2007, in the MMO landscape. Yes. <laughs> The landscape of MMOs, the vast hilly land. It's a virtual landscape. When I when I when I think that, I think like Sound of Music. <laughs> the hills are alive. <laughs> and then we'll oh, be God, out of here. Scary. We'll, we'll be sk- skipping across the mountain hills. <laughs> skipping indeed. Yes. Frolicking. Is that it? <laughs> that's all. I that's all say. that we're gonna do. That's During this episode? Do. I mean, that's how we're going to ring in the new year? Huzzah.
so we're going to venture into what we're playing, aided by the technical know-how of Jim and the absence of Mark. Jim triumphantly proclaimed the simplicity of this job. Mark had to step out to take care of I can engineer this podcast. Perhaps there will be some mutiny going on later. He who controls the spice controls the universe. We can look forward to watching from our side of the table. True. Especially if Mark decides not to come come back down and join us in the studio. <laughs> he might. Well, so Mike, or Mike. <laughs> it's, it's an epidemic. Everyone's going to call him this. So Mark has uh, been playing dad, I think. Yes. We'll just take a stab dad, at that one game. for him. Dad. Yeah, he's trying to get an extra level tonight. A virtual game. He's leveling up right now. <laughs> oh, no, wait. He's Actually, on, was, I think he's was, on a raid right now. It was the quest to go change ten poopy diapers. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of killing ten rats or bring, bringing back five boar heads, he has to go change ten stinky diapers. Watch out for the, he can return. Watch out for those nosy hobbits. <laughs> <laughs> and the hungry hobbits. Oh, dude. So Noah, what did you play during your uh, holiday my season? Hiatus, your, my holiday uh, our, hiatus. Our holiday hiatus. Yes. I've actually not played any MMOs. Well. Which is kind of sad. I don't think that's tr- true. I mean, well, because we, you and I didn't really have an update last week, so I think no. we could talk about our MMO experience. If, was it right before Christmas? When did we play that? Are you talking about when we did the PvP stuff in City of Heroes? No, no, I'm talking about when we did the holiday thing. Oh, no. yeah, when we did the holiday one. Oh, oh, wow. You know, it's amazing how long ago that seems. We did, yeah, we did the holiday quest in City of Heroes. I don't remember when it did was, we but talk it was about that? recently. No, no we didn't so. talk did about it. Tell. We're so out of touch. But <laughs> Jason like ranted about the holiday content for a good. He did twenty minutes last. But I actually week. had a blast in the. Holiday I did area too. It was Heroes. actually a really cool mission. And it was by just the by really weird <laughs> by the by when you went to that ski. Well, first of all, it was I've never done this one before, so you guys will have to tell me about it. Well, there was there were kind of three parts to it. Well, yeah. I'd say two and a half parts to it. One is you go into the the club. DJ club, whatever it's called. Which is like a maze. Pocket D? Pocket D, yeah. That's Pocket what it's D. called. <laughs> so if, Which had a really cool design. <laughs> it's really cool. It's it's, it's uh, really huge. It's a place where both villains, and I, if, if no one knows about it, it's a place where both villains and heroes can go on its kind of... Hallowed ground, I guess. Neutral territory. Neutral territory, exactly. <laughs> it's like the Switzerland where it heroes is. and villains can collide and not have to duke it out. And the chicks are equally nice. Alright. Yeah. Exactly. Anyway. And it's cool because it's in but some, you know on some other really kind chicks, of planet right? or no. <laughs> some other dimension because the whole club is being. It's, it's inside of a spinning circular. Yeah, it's, it's, it is in a strange other dimension. It's really kind of like a black hole. So that's the first part is you go, you know, you find one of these kind of portals in in the back of a truck somewhere in King's Row. Which fortunately it's on the map. It wasn't always on the map. It used to be that you had to run around town looking for posters. And they only added it to the map, like, I don't know. You could always it. get that one up there. They have like that one website where you can yeah, like the get map, that map. map pack or whatever. Vidiot, yeah. yeah. But now it's a I default think. part yeah. of the game. It actually puts a dot it's on like the v- map. Like Vidiot's maps or whatever. Right. And then you have to navigate the club. Right, which was equally oh, hard. 
God. Trying to no find, idea. there's like a little cave entrance. Yeah, I, I don't think I would have been able to get to the entrance to the holiday area if I didn't have super jump because I couldn't figure out what staircase to go up to to get to where it was at. Yeah, it was it was difficult. But once you're there, yeah, you're in this winter wonderland. It's really trippy. It is pretty trippy. The weird music and sound effects, it's just... It was strange. And so... and and the cow sound or something and jingle bells. And, yeah. It's really trippy. It was trippy. So in this in this area, it's it's another part of the Pocket D, basically. So it's a mutual, uh, you know, mutual territory, neutral ground. And you can ski. There are oh, like yeah. all these s- ski hills, you know, huh. and you can, and there's like a, an NPC at the bottom of the hill that times you and you can do slaloms and like all this cool stuff. And oh, then there's one single contact, which is Father Time, who will give you a mission, a he's door up mission. in the lodge. And he's up in the lodge getting toasty by the fire, ringing in the new year. And uh, baby. So is he like slamming down some, some spiked nog? Is that what's going no on? No doubt, no doubt. Yeah, a little. <laughs> you know, he's got a little rum going on there, right? Right. Yeah. And so the the mission he gives is a baby time or baby New Year, or whatever yeah, yeah. the character's name is, has been kidnapped by. What the yes. heck were those evil trees? Or no, it's the little gnomes. It was the gnomes. It was gnomes and the snowmen monsters. And the, yeah, and, the, and a bunch of snowmen monsters. <laughs> so. um Unfortunately, though, I mean, kind of to your point last week, the... I had a point last week. Well, I don't know. I mean, (laughs) you know, like, just the fact that maybe they rushed this shit out, you know, just to have Christmas content instead of maybe working on other parts of the game. Well, I got stuck in the geometry, like, 700 feet underground. Oh, whoa. luckily, luckily, Mark came with his TP powers and, right. and got me up above ground again. But it was really strange because I could navigate the map, uh-huh. but it was just like a, uh, I was on a green screen, like Wayne's World, <laughs> oh, <right. laughs> and I was just like walking around and I could see myself on the map, but there was no content around me. There's no geography or anything. Cool. It was interesting. And it was a really tiny map, and it wasn't very clear what you're supposed to do. But I think, did you end up leaving early? I think you left No, early. Mark left early. Mark I, left I early. completed the mission, and I got oh, the, yeah. the temp power. That's right. You got the temp power, and you got the fuzzy boots. Yep. <laughs> the fuzzy boots. I got fuzzy boots. Mayhem and destruction, huh? And the temp power was I got a pet uh, snow beast, oh, which yeah. was really cool. Yeah. I used that last night. But it ended up we needed to go through and kill these werewolf-type creatures and all these snowman creatures. And once we killed all of those, then we found a key or something and unlocked a cave and then it was this huge cave mission with all these evil garden gnomes in there of different ranks you know like the hard one, like the ones people us. uh keep on their lawns red oh hats. really <laughs> <laughs> yeah you can get a pet as a veteran award that's a red hat they have little red hats hmm. but yeah what it was a difficult mission it was just no one i garden gnomes we, are creepy we uh <laughs> we got killed a couple times yeah right when we went in we didn't even get far past Yeah, it was the pretty door. front loaded though, so that was yeah. That was good. Hmm. It was really fun. It was but it, I had a great time. Fun. And it was a nice, you know, mission that was out of the ordinary. I think that's kind of the best thing about the seasonal content if I can regress or time travel back to last week's episode is it there isn't always too much to it, but it offers something different. You know, cuz when you spend month after month doing the same rescue missions or 
just kidnapping missions, all the same stuff. It's nice to have a different background, at least, or something temporary to it. Right. Although... And, and a good half of that content was really for the social gamer, you know? Yeah. Creating a ski resort and a, and a you know, bars and yeah. fireplace to hang out with Father Time. And, you know, it was just a hangout more than anything. Right. Yeah. I mean, they've done the same thing with all these games. I, I played a little bit of EverQuest 2... Um, just to kind of find something else different to do, I guess. Um, and, you know, of course there was, like, the holiday content was still up. They had, like, I was, like, in, I, I can't, I think I'm in, like, one of the evil cities. Mm-hmm. And there's, like, these kind of semi-melted snowmen in the bottom of this, like, cave or whatever. And <laughs> there's, like, candy canes put up everywhere. They have, like, little basket of snowballs you can throw around and I, I think they have quests too but I never even got I never even got into those at all <laughs> you know but I guess you can pick up snowballs wherever and you know throw them at people or whatnot <laughs> it's funny to see how disgusted Jason appears as he's talking <laughs> well, no to I mean I just uh, the thing is that I'm just totally indifferent to the whole thing anymore it's like I, I just don't care about it all that much yeah, yeah. and I think that's probably why it's more appealing to Jim and I because it's we haven't been doing Right. And it's like all these games try to, you know, like I said in my rant last week, they all try to provide all this crazy holiday content. And, you know, World of Warcraft goes to a real extreme of it where it's like, seems like every month there's some kind of, you know, holiday event every month that they, you know, upload. It's like the festival of the, the, the morning star or something like that or something crazy. You know, it's just all this crazy monthly stuff. And it's like, you know, come on, you know, get, you know, can you spend a little more time doing some different stuff than that? And you know, holiday content, just I guess it's just not my cup of tea. I'd like to. Jason and I were talking about this before the show's recording tonight. What I would like to see more of is stuff that's contextual within the game world. And Jason mentioned how an Ashron's call was it the first one or the second Ashron's call? It was the first one. They just Ashron's call two sucked balls. <laughs> <laughs> they just destroyed a city, a starting zone city, no less. People are, can they're there one day and the next day yeah and the next day like on. the whole starting city was like a crater. <laughs> People are all crying. They're all you destroyed my city. They did. They that got all up in arms cool. about it, but it was pretty cool. And they they always had like you know there was always some live events. Of course, you know bandwidth is always like a major problem when you're trying to do that kind of a thing. But yeah, because you know I, I think. You know, now I think you might be able to get away with doing a little bit more of that, and I, I think developers have totally gotten away from, you know, doing some live events. Yeah. I mean, I think they really need to, you know, think about getting back to doing stuff like that. Uh, did you guys play anything else? I think the four of us played something. Oh, else. we did. We played. We played <laughs> some Rock Band. Yeah, we've had a lot of console game fun in the console last console game weeks. fun with Rock Band. Yeah. It's true. I love. I had a blast at the party that night. That was a great time. Yeah, that was a great time. Even though I still suck at Mississippi Queen, uh, it's like my it's like my menaces, my my menaces, my my nemesis song. My menaces. I just made a new word. Here. I like it. Pneumatic device. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it. It really is. It's like it's that one song that you know you hear all the time, but you never learned it. You just never really learned it. And so when you start singing it, it's like, oh my god. So I'm all over the place. I ended up scoring, like, the lowest score out of all of us, I think, when we tried playing that one. <laughs> it was pathetic. 
Yeah, we I all got the opportunity to hear Mark sing, which was really that was entertaining. Exciting. Yeah, that would never happen normally. No, but yeah, actually, I'm surprised we get to hear him talk every week. Frankly, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> alone sing. As usual, he's just silent right now. Yeah, can you speak up for yourself, Mark? No. <laughs> Insert cricket sound here. Yeah. And so we played the we played rock band pretty much exclusively that night, I think. That was kind yeah, of what we was, played. Actually, Jim actually played, got to uh, play some Resident Evil Umbrella. Yeah, oh, you did? On the Wii. Did you Zombie like that? Shooting. Was it pretty cool? Yeah, it actually was really cool. I also did the Dance Dance Revolution. You did Dance really? Dance Revolution? Yeah. yeah. How was that? <laughs> I, I got my ass kicked by a seven-year-old, but... <laughs> <laughs> hey, what are you going to do? Got a little exercise. That's cool. Cool. Yeah, I got Orange Box and Mass Effect and Eternal Sun. Yeah, I asked Mark about this, if, if like he got any really cool gaming goodness, you know, for... For Christmas, you know, and I, I guess I just missed out on getting the opportunity to ask you guys about that. Do you, so you got the orange box and Mass mm-hmm. Effect, cool. Anything yeah. else? I uh, yeah, also got this RPG called Eternal Sonata. You Eternal would, Sonata. You would turn your nose up at it because it is definitely anime style oh. <laughs> visuals. I should have known just but by the a, name. Just by the name it's alone. It's a beautiful game. It's it's amazingly vivid and lush, and it's got a cool twist to it in that it's about the piano composer and player Chopin on his deathbed. Oh, really? And <laughs> he he's coming in and out of like sleep, and when he goes to sleep, he goes to this other dimension or world or something that's fantasy style, I guess. It's fantasy style in the sense of, like, EverQuest fantasy style. Sounds like Cirque du Soleil. <laughs> kind of, it is. Cirque du Soleil! Uh, but when when you go over there, when he goes over there, he has some kind of extra abilities, magical abilities and powers, mm. and there's other people in this dimension. It, it turns out that there's many people on Earth who when they have chronic diseases get a chance to go to this other land and, and in this other land they have magical power and abilities Whoa. but they're also alienated for them <laughs> by the rest of the people that live in this dimension it's pretty interesting it's kind of a lot m- more it's a lot sadder than I thought it was going to be kind of dark I guess I should have expected that starting out with the deathbed scene but <laughs> you know it's it's really pretty and, and happy and stuff like that but it's got a very dark tone to it so far what's that on? 360 the 360? yeah Cool. Yeah. Mass Effect is pretty cool. I I mean, I've heard heard good things about it. It's Bioware, but I've also heard there's, you know, I think there's such a high level of expectation. There's too much hype behind it. Well, there's like a hype machine like no other. Yeah. You know, and whenever a Bioware game comes out, it's going to be like that. I think it's the same as it was with Jade Empire. You know, there was. Yeah, but I love Jade Empire. I thought that was a really kick ass game. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if it if you'd feel if you felt that Mass Effect was on the same level as Jade Empire. I'm sure it was. You know, it's just you know I've heard you know people always come out and they're like, oh, you know, they they could have done so much better with it. You know, and I think that's probably where a lot of people are coming from. You know, because you know it is. It's like this. It was like this major hype machine for, for such a long time, and surely expectations are going to be destroyed. You know, if it's not like the best game ever. Yeah. You know, according to, you know, those expectations, of course. Yeah, so, I mean, really, my my gaming time has been spread between EverQuest 2, 
uh, the rock band. I played some more Guitar Hero 3. Mm-hmm. Anybody who has a way of getting through Raining Blood by Slayer, shoot me, shoot me some, <laughs> shoot me an email or something, because man, <laughs> that song is so incredibly tough. <laughs> Even on easy mode, I really suck at it. Um, yeah, that's that's been pretty much it for me. Yeah, it's been fun though. It's been really nice having the holiday, getting some yeah. time off, focusing some more on all different types of games. Yeah, it's one of the best times of the year. I think. It's the most wonderful time. Yeah. Unfortunately, we don't know what uh, other than fatherhood what Mark's been playing. Except for he and I got online last night. We were going to play City of Heroes, and decided to uh, get get a little network together, and we played Titan Quest. Oh, cool! Yeah, for several hours. We uh, started from scratch because uh, he previously had that loaded on a different computer, so he didn't have access yeah. to his character. Yeah. So we uh, just rolled new characters, and I think we got to level four or five. Nice. And, that game's uh, so much fun. I, it's we 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 were we tried to get uh, Ventrilo going, but um, we're unable to. Um, it it somehow has a conflict with uh, Titan Quest. Really? Yeah. It it would just kind of does it have its does it have its own built-in voiceover IP or no? I don't think it has VoIP. We couldn't figure it out anyway, hmm. so we just decided to chat. But you know, every fifteen, twenty, thirty minutes, we just wow! I just we it's really an amazing graphical game. It just yeah, just for being the like grass, a, the just just for being like a like a what is it asymmetrical view? Is that what? Yeah, three quarters view. Yeah, three quarters mm-hmm. view. Yeah. You know, kind of like Diablo, Diablo Two. Yeah, a lot like Diablo, but great game still, nevertheless. Yeah, so we had a good fun. time, and we plan to do it again. So we'll see. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> well, I think we're ready to head on into the world of the weekend gaming. Alright, newsman, it's the new year. I want some news. What's been going on? What do you mean, what's been going on? In the The Weekend Gaming! (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's been a kind of a slow news week. Actually, it's been that way for a couple weeks just because of the holidays, I imagine. Uh, So I got a couple news bits for us. Uh, Here's that uh, Chandra, Chandra Chandra Interactive... Um, they run the game World of Legend. It's, uh, of course, one of those crazy, crazy Asian MMOs, those Eastern MMOs that us Americans don't understand. Don't insult Noah. Apparently, they've been forced <laughs> to pay 5001 5, which is apparently $680, and apologize to a gamer for removing uh, six virtual assets uh, from his account. Wow. Um, I wonder what they were. I'm not exactly sure. Uh, the player is planning on suing the company for, oh, for 150,000 won, uh, the amount that he has paid in total over the past five years, which is about uh, $20,000 US. $20,000 over the past five years for playing a game? Did I just read that right? Holy crap. <laughs> I love how you find these stories with 
currencies that we've never heard of. I know. It's just, <laughs> but it's crazy just to think that somebody spent like twenty thousand dollars on a on an MMO. And it's stuff. It's one of those MMOs where you buy obviously, the items yeah. That are in there. Man, yeah, apparently so. I mean, I guess the, you know the the details are a little hazy on it. He complained in 2006 because the items disappeared, and the company apparently taken them out of the account as part of a some kind of investigation into the sale of stolen virtual assets. And uh, they said the items would be returned at the end of, end of the investigation, but they failed to do that apparently. So now he's suing them. Pretty amazing. Pretty amazing. Just kind of a crazy story uh, in the world of game politics you may know Ron Paul Ron Paul is a uh, Republican, Republican candidate. presidential candidate and some crazy gamers in World of Warcraft decided to hold a uh, presidential rally for Ron Paul <laughs> yeah um, say not sure exactly which server it was uh, Whisperwind actually yeah it was Whisperwind on the Whisperwind server, they were they humans. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, they're all well. <laughs> Just check some out. of them were humans. <laughs> probably some dwarves, some gnomes. You know, gnomes support Ron Paul too because he is kind of a crazy guy. <laughs> anyway, they they all got together and and had a rally. They said it at, in the parade. It's estimated uh, the guy who who covered this was uh, the guy who runs GamePolitics.com, which is a it's kind of a cool website where you know he just kind of you know goes over how games and politics collide and comments on them. I recommend it. It's a pretty cool site to go to. Anyway, he estimates there were probably about 200 plus people, perhaps even more at this uh, rally. I guess they like traveled all through Stormwind and kind of kind of just rallied around their, you know, presidential candidate, which I don't know. I don't know if I'd appreciate a Political rally. No yeah, I don't, yeah. I wonder if that's going to help or hurt him. I think uh, Ron Paul's pretty far behind. Well, yeah, I don't think anyway. that he's. There's a recent owner. I mean, they're not even a major uh, factor. Last time I all. I heard on the news, uh, Ron Paul's not even being invited to the debates. Not not anymore, really. Yeah, like the Fox News is holding a debate, and they're not even going invite, to invite him. So he's not Republican enough for Fox News. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty bad when when a Republican can't even get Fox News to to bring him on. Yeah. Uh, apparently, uh, Age of Conan is uh, going to be neutering its German version. It's not going to be nearly as uh, violent. Uh, the blood is you know kind of going to be removed. Probably isn't going to show hardly any titties or ass either. I imagine. I don't is know. Is that the request of the government or? Apparently so. Apparently so. Uh, like the the whole German. There's like a big hoo ha. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, they they claim to be a democracy now, but. When you see stuff like this, you well, kind of have to wonder. Again, we claim to be a democracy, That's true. Too, so. That's true. <laughs> Loosely based. Anyway, uh, yeah, it's just kind of interesting that they're, they're going to be getting a censored version of Age of Conan. Uh, in other news, uh, apparently Vanguard um, Saga of Heroes, the wonderful game which uh, everybody's playing, if you're uh, contemplating <laughs> you know, moving Subtle. to a different server... Um, you now have another week to submit your character transfer request. Uh, so you can do that by, it looks like, January 8th. Boop. 
and if you get it done by January 8th, you'll be able to uh, transfer your characters over to a new server if you wish to, although I don't know why you would do that if you're not even playing the game anymore. And last but not least, happy birthday to Mr. J.R.R. Tolkien, for without you, none of these games would ever exist anymore. That's true. It's true. Uh, pretty much, I mean, if it wasn't for him, I mean, high fantasy, I guess, wouldn't wouldn't exist, and therefore, the majority of the MMOs out there wouldn't exist. So, a big uh, happy birthday to the to the big guy. Happy birthday, J.R.R. You and your R. stinking hobbitses. Stinking hobbitses. Anyway, that's all I have for the weekend gaming. Did you want to talk about this, Jim? Uh, oh, you have a piece of news? I don't. Sorry. I don't know if it's important. Why don't you take a look at it real quick, Jay, and we'll uh, hum a song. <laughs> it's weird. It's like Amazon's creating its own version of Progress Quest via answering questions from other users. Well, I haven't even heard this before. This is pretty interesting. It's pretty new news. Anyway, apparently uh, Amazon.com is, uh, they're developing, it's called Questville, set for uh, release in late 2008. It's a uh, spinoff of the company's Askville, which is a uh, user-driven crowdsourcing question and answer service on topics ranging from everything from cars to electronics, relationships, and science. Um, Askville users, uh, they provide helpful answers that are given virtual gold as they rise in status. Basically, they're like levels. Um, you know, basically, so it's kind of like, you know, if you're in an MMO, you know, you raise in levels, right. you know, and you'll get more, you know, gold or whatnot. Apparently, Questville will take this to its logical conclusion, offering adventures and quest coins to helpful Askville users. With a game like uh, World of Warcraft, you become more powerful, of course, by killing monsters and completing uh, missions and quests. With Questville, you'll get virtual rewards for providing helpful real-world information. <laughs> so that's pretty interesting. So, so if you were to ask me why is the sky blue, and I'll tell you, well, it's not really blue. It's, it's actually blue because at all. of blah 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 blah. <laughs> then I'll get like some gold so because <laughs> of that. Sweet virtual gold. Oh, okay, virtual. And gold. you found that on GigaOM. Actually, I found it through uh, Google News. Oh, hmm. Well, that's Google a that's a good find. GigaOM. That's a real interesting bit of information there. It is interesting. Amazon. I mean, can you buy like can you buy real MMO stuff world. with that virtual money? I mean, can I can I go and buy a CD from Amazon.com? That's if a I good have question. Nice. Collect enough points. Nice. I don't know. So we've covered what's going on in the news, and we've talked about what we've been playing, but I know that I personally and the rest of our listeners have been on the edge of our seats waiting to hear this tiny yet incredibly relevant update on your main project. <laughs> yeah, That's it's, it's not huge. I think as... Oh, yes. <laughs> M-A-M-E. Um, I think, Mark... I wasn't going to say um anymore, but I have. 
But I think Mark uh, last time talked about the fact that we went, I went up to his. Uh, you installed monitors and you picked a office. A yes, control so, so we grabbed the monitors and yeah. So you're stealing? No, they were going to be disposed of. Oh, that's so, what we're calling it. So your environmental recyclists. That's right. One one man's trash is another man's treasure. That's what they. That's what they tell me. That's what. <laughs> so anyway, my little update is the only Christmas present I got that was game centric was I got a book from my brother-in-law Mark, who's not here, called Project Arcade: Build Your Own Arcade Machine. Sweet by John St. Clair. So does that mean that Mark's going to abandon assisting you on this project and you're now on your own? No, I don't think so. I think uh, <laughs> he just thought it would probably be a good reference and it was an easy way to buy himself this book by giving it to me for Christmas. <laughs> Has he not used it before or read it? No, he d- uh, no he's not read it. Oh. Like, uh, like we both said in the past, uh, you know, there are lots of resources online, but this is a really comprehensive book, so I'm looking yeah, forward to reading right it. Right on. And, uh, and getting back to this. Maybe there'll be some pr- predictions later around uh, <laughs> predictions on whether on, the main, on, on whether or not the uh, main not. cabinets will will come to fruition. <laughs> That's a really good idea. I'm going to have to add that to my list. <laughs> All right, I've and got a couple so, predictions about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bet you do. That's it for the meme update. All right. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Now for what everyone's been waiting for, our eerily accurate predictions bum, 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 bum. and our critical assessment of other predictions. <laughs> More important than our own predictions <laughs> is our assessment of others. Of others. We're even going to reach into the grab back and look at... It's easier to judge than to do, isn't oh, it? Oh, heck yeah. That's what we're here to do. Hell yeah. <laughs> I like it. I like it a lot. Sitting in on this segment is Mrs. Cleo. Mrs. Cleo. <laughs> <laughs> I make the predictions, man. <laughs> Call me now. <laughs> <laughs> what are you waiting for? <laughs> so, should we talk about how we feel about predictions? No, or let's save that to last. Let it just be a, a subtle, implicit thread <laughs> throughout yes. our discussion. Oh, sure, yeah, let's just say. <laughs> That's crap. <laughs> And Mark taskmastered us with a series of like six or seven. Name this, name that. Choose this, choose that. So, basically, we'll we'll just call this our our cheesy sellout recap show of 2007, 2008. Yeah, excellent. Bringing in the, in the new year, grand tradition of all those before us. Yes, and all those after us. Because we have no minds of our own. <laughs> no. no, we are mindless drones. But we do have opinions and judgments. <laughs> that's what we will be getting into now. And that's what counts. <laughs> yeah. That's what this show's all about. So let's start back with the 2007 things that happened, things that were predicted. Yeah. Things that came to be, you things know, that were not to be. Things that were ne- never meant to be. <laughs> so on your laundry list of items, Mark. Yes, sir. The first item is, what was the best MMO-related theme of 2007? 
Well, in my opinion, for me personally, <laughs> I thought it was uh, World of Warcraft's Burning Crusade coming out and making everyone's um, T3 epic raid gear obsolete. <laughs> that was the best thing that <laughs> happened. My friends were devastated. I think that would probably be on a list <laughs> of worst awesome. things that happened to a lot of people. <laughs> people, were, people were screaming in the streets and crying and saying, oh, please, That's God. That's the kind of thing that Mark likes. I wish, these, I wish they'd make some <laughs> servers that never had this expansion because it's terrible. All my gear is shot. <laughs> People are getting green items that <laughs> all are those better than twenty-four hour rating sessions I have uh, have gone. It put for us that. all on a level playing field again, and for me, it was wonderful. And then, one other little thing—it's slightly MMO related. My second favorite thing that happened slightly MMO related in two thousand seven was Jason's um, coining of the phrase "the pussification of America." <laughs> <laughs> Every time I see a little kid with a bike helmet, you know, riding a bike with a helmet on, or That's some right. other, some other riding like kids riding powered cars around the streets or whatever. <laughs> I think of that phrase and it makes me laugh. The pussification of America. <laughs> the pussification of America. And he America. said it so earnestly. It's just, it's the greatest phrase ever. That, that was, those would be my... We uh, had a new moments. word from Jason this evening. Really? Yeah, it was. The menaces. The menaces. <laughs> 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 Men- menaces. You missed menaces. <laughs> cool. I'm going to put that in the wiki, man. That's, That's gonna awesome. Be, it's going to become a new word. Jason, I think you're up. It's the best thing that happened in 2007. Well, I, think, I think the best thing that happened is is that there were some new games that came out, um, and, and they're you know seeing a little bit of success like Tabla Rasa, uh, you know even to some extent uh, some games that have existed that are still thriving and improving on themselves like EverQuest Two, uh, EverQuest Two, World of Warcraft, you know still alive and kicking, doing well, you know keeping the community thriving. You know, I just, I, you know, I think that there's just a lot of games out there, you know, people are able to play, you know, there's there's a lot of choices. Uh, City of Heroes is still alive and kicking and it shows no signs of slowing down, you know, so, you know, I think the best the best part is, is that, you know, new MMOs are coming out, Lord of the Rings, Tabla Rasa, and, you know, these games that have been out, you know, for a while now, they're still, you know, alive, kicking, thriving, you know, and they're they're still keeping a fairly decent user base, and you know it's you know I think it's a good thing. I'm actually gonna. I hadn't thought about what Jason had mentioned, but I think that's probably where I would. I you actually would well. agree with me on that? Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know if I've ever vehemently disagreed with you before. Maybe I have. Wait, yeah, I think there was. I remember being mad at you about something, but I don't remember what it was because I try not to hold on Just to the same being. thing. Just his being. Just hold on grudges that Oh, no, much. that's Mark. No, it was something that we were talking about in the show, and I'm like, <laughs> but it was oh, like I actually it. made you shudder? Wow, cool. Shudder and disgust. That's the best kind. <laughs> Lots of colorful phrases tonight. That was uh, good. But, yeah, I really like how it doesn't feel that we're going to be locked in to an endless string of fantasy MMOs ad infinitum because it seems like EverQuest and World of Warcraft from a really outside view that's all that there is but a lot more variety a lot more risks were taken during this year and are carrying over a little bit into next year maybe that'll start to collapse I mean I guess you can consider Pirates of the Burning Sea you know yeah that's exactly one of the things that I was thinking of is... You know, really, like, 07 was when people were given an opportunity to start playing that, so... 
you know, it's it's one of those, it's another type of game, you know, a different, you know... It's not strictly fantasy, it's not, it's fantasy, not, it's not science fiction, it's something different, and it'll have its own success. Yeah. And the other thing that I really thought was exciting about 2007, and it's much, much smaller and really more of an acorn than anything, is the rumor that Bioware is working on some sort of MMO. Mm-hmm. Just because I'm so <laughs> Pro excited. Bioware, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It makes my nipples hard. hard. Yep. Yeah, so I would, you know, may turn out to be disappointing or untrue or something like that, but the idea of that is very exciting to me. Jim, do you have any stance on any of it? I don't have a stance on that, but I, I definitely have a, a best MMO-related thing that I'm thinking of. And what is that? That would be back in June of 2007, uh, the inception of Channel Massive. Oh, we love you, Jim. I love how Jim always has the group hug thing. (laughs) I mean, how great is this podcast for MMO gaming? Seriously. The user base is growing. I think we do a lot of great conversation and and stuff for for people to listen to and and explore and And all that (laughs) and we make them laugh that's always good i think that's pretty cool the other thing small small little nugget personal level is back in august when you three decided to pick up city of heroes again i was wondering if you were gonna say that that was so awesome that was good too. Did it feel like vindication? It was. It's like, yeah, suckers, you went and played War, World of Warcraft. Wow, fallen have returned. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Guess where you back? Where you back? That's right. And you accepted us back with open arms. I did. It's true. Oh, that was nice. Excellent. All right, let's go to the other end of the spectrum. The worst MMO-related thing of 2007. Mark, let's start with you. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think we ought to do this zigzag thing every time. Um, That would be um, Brad McQuaid of Sigil, CEO of Sigil's um, mismanagement of the Vanguard project by ignoring it, basically, and then his failure to actually show up to um, fire the entire group because it was too emotional for him. I, um... Yeah, that was pretty pathetic. I think that was like the lowest of the low points. I, yeah. I've I've had to fire people, and a few months ago, I had to lay off my whole team, and I was there. I would never have thought about oh, you, you getting took away from pleasure me. in it. Okay, you. so a secret <laughs> I enjoyed it. smiling the entire time. <laughs> yeah, counting my money. Uh, I'm going to take all your salaries. Uh, yeah, you were sti- you were sitting there with a the, with the cloth beneath you know each person's yeah. eyes, and go here. Here, cry into this so yeah. I can taste the drink tears. Drink your tears. <laughs> drink your tears. <laughs> yes. That's like, you yes. know, that's, you know, he's supposed to be this leader, and that's, you know, the good point of being a leader is you get to build your team, you get to build a product, you get to do all this creative stuff. The bad parts are things like that, when things go wrong, yeah. and when things get hard, and when the going gets tough, you know, some people just tough disappear. And the thing that really sucks is I am sure he will somehow reappear in some capacity somewhere in this gaming industry because, you know, somebody, because he's, you know, he's, you know, hobnobbing it or whatever with some other high up people and he'll get another chance. And I think the guy should, I wouldn't trust the guy to mow my lawn. You know? <laughs> it sounds like some of our That's coworkers are harsh have. assessment. Yeah, right it really there. does. Um, and it's not quite MO related, but it happened tonight and I, I just have to mention it because it's the one, it's this growing worst thing of 2007 it's continuing into 2008 but the 
Before each podcast, I like to go to the liquor store and stock up so that I can, <laughs> so that I can you know, can keep the quality consistent, basically. And well, it keeps your humor out of it. The, the, the liquor store lady, they've got this new woman that started about six months ago, and she has this thing she likes to say to me. It seems like always to me, which is don't be drinking and driving. Every time she says, I, it, to she says it to me every time I buy something. And and it's like, you know, I, I feel like like she's just thinking I might go and do that, and I think I should tell her something like, like, well, don't sell anyone a white wine that's gonna, you know, eat pasta with red sauce or something. You know, <laughs> for God's sakes, you know, it's like these. Don't little, sell liquors to minors. And I don't know if it's like my, you know, my long unkempt hair, my overgrown beard, my large bulbous red and purple nose, like WC Fields, or the vomit and liquor stained clothing I'm wearing, or, or that you maybe the fact the that my truck is halfway through the front window of the, the place when I get out. I don't know what it is that. It's cluing her in that I might be drinking and driving, but it's so annoying. It's just got to stop. So, have you seen her check out other customers and saying, "Yeah," and it's, it's I've heard her say it to a couple other people, but it's always like, it's never like you know families or it's always like she singles out people who are drinking and driving risks, and I'm apparently one of them. <laughs> She's profiled you. And, yeah, I've been profiled, <laughs> and uh, yet she continues to sell. So them that's to a you. growing problem in 2007, extending into 2008 as well. <laughs> That's that's all I got. I guess Jason. <laughs> Damn man, I wish my I problem seems so <laughs> seems trivial. so trivial now. <laughs> um, my oh, I guess I guess the the worst related MMO thing of 2007 is uh, Perpetual Entertainment. Man, what a what a crap job they've gone mm. through this year, haven't they? I mean, it does. It seemed like there wasn't a week that went by where they weren't, you know, canceling their game, you know, Gods and Heroes, yeah. or you know, then they're being sued and they're an LLC now. Yeah, you know, they're an LLC. You know, everybody's like wondering what the hell is going to happen with Star Trek Online. Most people's opinions that I, I keep hearing around the blogosphere have been generally we're staying away from this game, so far away from this game, we're not even going to even touch it with a 10-foot pole. Right. Uh, you know, so they, they've really just... They've lost the faith of the community, you know, and, and I can't really say that, you know, I blame the community for totally turning their back on them because they, they don't deserve our, our faith whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, so that, that would be mine. That's pretty good. I guess the other worst thing that happened in 2007 was that I just don't seem to have enough time play these damn games anymore, you know. <laughs> that does happen. I don't have time for the grind anymore. Yep. Well, I, I don't think I should sit next to Jason next time because I have, like, the same answer. Oh, <laughs> excellent. Really, I didn't Rephrase even copy it in off a way that paper. Is, I know, well, I had... Cheaters. Star Trek Online's demise, and by extension of that, of course... Well, I don't say heroes. that. They haven't been demised yet, but they're... I'm I just, wouldn't say that they're people are praying shape. that they lose the IP to somebody like Bioware. Or, yeah, Bioware well, would never pick yeah. that up. They have their they own stuff touch it going with a on. Pole. Yeah, they've got Star Wars. But. You know, it's and I can't say that I ever had big hopes or high expectations for Star Trek Online, but being a, an, a moderate fan of the franchise, I was kind of excited to see what it was. But you're be. not a full blown Trekkie. No. You're not a full-blown dweeb like the rest of us? Come on. Closet tricker. <laughs> I was just really excited about it. And just the things that have happened recently don't sound good. And 
Why are you wearing a lieutenant's next-gen lieutenant's uniform? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was kind of curious Why about that. Sideways? I thought like it was Riker. costume night. <laughs> How come every time you walk through a door, you go... <laughs> <laughs> I actually have been making sound effects, but usually only when I'm carrying my dog around. Oh, excellent. Outside. <laughs> well, Jim, what's your... Uh... Worst of 2007. Worst, I think the worst moment of 2007 was in July when Michael and Ianna Straw almost starved their children to death in Las oh, Vegas. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's good. Because stories like that, man. video games were a little more important to them. I think that's kind of the low point of gaming that's to me. That's a great point. No, that is a great point, man. There were probably that. too many <laughs> stories like that, you know, just around the world in general. Yeah, you know, really. Where you, heard, where you heard about people like. Well, like that one kid in, what was it, uh, was it in South Korea or... Oh, yeah. Some, or Taiwan, something like that, where he, like, thought he was a fire mage and totally burned that kid on fire. Well, fire mages don't need gasoline. <laughs> no, they don't. They don't. They don't need any he accelerant. He still had some kind of grasp on reality. He didn't just go, whoosh, you're yeah. on fire. <laughs> I'd agree, Although man. All the, all the negative <laughs> stories that came out as, you know, as a supposed result of video games... You know, in MMOs in general, you know. That is a total crap fest right there. It is. Yep, it's true. It's next right, on, on our list. On that downer note. Uh, <laughs> it's on our last point. <laughs> the most inaccurate prediction for 2007. Okay. Um, for that, I had the uh, Burning Crusade expansion will suffer a horrible launch and be a complete failure. Uh, that was from Michael Zinke at Mog Nation and many others. Uh, actually, it had a very smooth launch. Um, relatively speaking, especially considering the size, and was embraced by almost everyone except for all my friends who were sad about the Tier 3 gear being useless. But uh, it was actually pretty successful. Yeah. And there was another one that was interesting, too. It was um, the um, it was second life's peak concurrency uh, was, was going to go from 25,000 to 150,000. And it actually hit like sixty thousand, I think. Yeah, I think that's tapped out. Whereas, you know, yeah, just not the phenomenon everyone thought. But uh, like RuneScape came in and went way up, and that's like concurrent users is something like two hundred thousand or something like that. Really? Which is crazy. Wow. So, Jason, you have one. Well, it's not so much. I don't think anybody made any generalized prediction about this, but I think. I don't think anybody could have possibly predicted how how the real money trading situation is starting to really impact the you know the MMO uh, genre and how it's probably going to you know get even worse in 2008. Um, you know, it's I, I think people I think people at first were like, oh, you know, they're just a bunch of Chinese gold farmers, you know, and people. You know, people who are, you know, going to just pay for this stuff, they're just desperate. They can't, you know, they can't really play these games and, and whatever. And now it's actually becoming more of a, it's becoming more of a, a trend. Yeah. You know, as opposed people to the People are designing around it, yeah. You know, and so I, I think that, I don't think people could have possibly predicted that that this would have been, you know, that big of a deal. But now... You know, who knows where this may go. It could turn out really bad in the end where people are, you know, buying... Mortgaging their... You know, and they're mortgaging their house for, like, a, you know, really cool sword or a, a armor set. You know, something like that. And, you know, I don't think people really could have predicted that that's where this could possibly lead. That's a good one. 
I don't have a, an accurate prediction for 2007. There's some stuff that I saw that I thought was kind of laughable, but I'm not in a position of enough knowledge to oh, triumphantly smash them. And crush them beneath your... I think, as you said, we were going to thread this through. So yeah. I'll just start picking on people now. I mean, I, <laughs> I, think, I think a lot of where the inaccuracies come from are, are just these stupid, stupidly vague predictions that, oh, oh s- someone's going to close their doors. Oh, yeah. Oh, this won't, this will, this uh, release will be delayed. <laughs> uh, this, uh, this patch is, uh, Gonna gonna nerf this uh, this character. Yeah, exactly. People are gonna be really mad. And the, and they're so yes, they're so generalized. They're general. Yeah. yeah, it's like wow, Nostradamus. Warhammer. <laughs> <laughs> you hit that one right on the head. Warhammer, Warhammer Online, Online will, will be delayed. Have balancing issues. Right. Yeah, that, that's yeah. what I predict for 2008. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Nostradamus. Yeah, I think my stance is you know, people are gonna make a snap judgment when they hear whatever predictions you have. And if you're going to waste your time making predictions that are intentionally vague just for the hope of giving yourself a pat on the back 12 months from now, then yeah. buzz why, off. Why bother? Vague is <laughs> yeah. lame. That's vague. why we'll start issuing rash predictions. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> just because we know that's what you want. That's right. We're not going to do this bull crap about a game will be canceled, a game will be delayed, a game will be announced. <laughs> there will be laughter, there will be crying. Stupid. Doves will fly. All right. Anger's building. Uh, <laughs> on to this year, What's, Marky. What, oh, okay. Um, most interesting prediction for 2008. Um, the one that I think is interesting is uh, that web 2.0-based games, like, you know, MMO games based in a browser will make inroads where the traditional kind of, like, uh, you know, games that run as a heavy client-type MMOs haven't yet penetrated. Um, and two examples of this would be like MetaPlace, which is being worked on, which is kind of a build-it-yourself MMO system. Uh, it does a whole bunch of other stuff, but uh, that's one that's in alpha right now. And then RuneScape obviously came out of nowhere and has huge amounts of subscribers and concurrent users, as we've already discussed. So I see that as possible. I think people thought WoW was, you know, pretty amazing because of how how it's become part of our culture as far as their commercials all the time now, um, there was the South Park episode. It got a lot more attention than any other MMO did with the mainstream. But I think with Web 2.0 stuff, it'll it'll go it'll extend even further. And I agree with that prediction. Although it's not a particularly bold prediction, it's kind of like a duh. Lame. Yeah. So, and I'm done. Yeah, but do you have anything related to that? Same thread as far as WoW's next expansion. For two, most interesting prediction for two thousand eight. Or do you have anything to say about your opinion on what Wrath of the Lich King will be like? Will that come up in a later? Well, segment. I will discuss that later. Yeah, All right, I have cool. An idea. Jay, you're up then. Well, I think you know my thing is is that uh, you know people are predicting that uh, Warhammer Online is basically going to come along and, you know, sweep the the MMO landscape and destroy all comers, and there will not be another game after Warhammer Online. <laughs> it will just come through, destroy <laughs> World of Warcraft. Stratego and Warhammer Online. Yeah, exactly. That's all we'll need. Yeah, what, what else do you need? Well, except for maybe, you know, Rock Band. 
<laughs> besides, besides Rock Band and Warhammer Online, Rock Band there, Online. there will be no other games on this planet. Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, you know, I think that's an interesting prediction because I just don't think that that's really going to happen. You know, I mean, I I think that Warhammer Online will probably have a core of gamers that, you know, I think it'll be really successful. Yeah. You know, but I don't think that it's going to, you know, destroy all comers, you know, cause a total, you know, earthquake in the in the MMO world and, and cause other games to completely fold because of it. Yeah, I think a lot of people have been saying that it had better be pretty damn flawless because the hype machine is on so much is so oh, much totally on overdrive. I mean, the hype machine is like they're hitting so us high from for, every for angle with they you know they have their own video podcast. They they're you know, I get emailed about it every day, but it's never a beta invite. So, yeah, it better be perfect. <laughs> I keep waiting for the media yeah. invite. I really do. It's just not coming. <laughs> what, do you have? what do you have, Noah? There are a couple things that I liked seeing that I enjoyed reading up on the internet. I liked a note from Massively's 2008 predictions that a casual free-for-play game, something like Dungeon Runners or whatever, will be the true headline experience of 2008, not Warhammer or something else. Something that's different and uses a different uh, modus operandi yeah, sure. payment totally different plan, whatever. Scheme. It's going to come out. Hmm. That'll shake things up. I thought that'd be interesting. That I'd certainly like to see that. I wouldn't mind. I don't know what that would be, of course, because... Well, but then again, I think that's just another generalization where, you know, there's going to be a game that comes out of nowhere and totally changes things. And, <laughs> well, yeah, okay, there might be one. And if that happens, then they can say, look, we're geniuses. <laughs> but I just liked it because it didn't just, it didn't say Warhammer, blah, 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 right, Age right. of Conan, blah, 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 blah. You know, just it's a, kind of at least a different. A little angle. bit more creative. The other thing that I really enjoyed was from... This person named Raf Coster. Yeah, that's the Area A guy making Meta Place. Yeah, he's the president or whatever. Sorry, he had a Total. really great. I don't know why I do that. Article about how there's going to be, uh, as was it this great summarizer, Massively.com summarized a lot of other people's predictions and they nicely summarized it as an extinction level event in terms of the way the business and the marketplace works for. MMOs and that there's just all this budget being poured into these major games and there's all these cancellations that are going on that eventually the standard expectations, what you think is going to be in an MMO or how it should operate is just going to collapse because it's going to reach the point where it can't financially make sense for businesses. It'll reach critical mass. And so we'll have not just cancellations but collapsing and new games that focus on much more bite-sized episodic content that you download piecemeal <laughs> and they're not as extravagant or as big budget there may be one or two but it'll just implode because these businesses can't get by especially with all the mergers that are going on of the bigger players which give them more clout and power to throw around hmm, that's interesting he's been around i think he was like a lead developer or designer for uo and yep. something, uh, some for some reason, I'm thinking like EverQuest as well. I think he's kind of a heavyweight. So, yeah, it's a great article. <laughs> yes, he, he is a heavyweight, <laughs> as, as opposed to me. Just like us, not or Noah or Jim or you, <laughs> who uh, Richard Garrett was. <laughs> Who's Richard Garrett? Who's Richard Garrett? <laughs> Who's that guy? 
Lord a, British. A small player. General British. Small, <laughs> small player in the a small voice in a sea of... <laughs> Jim? The ones that I really found interesting were these legal predictions that were available on Virtually Blind... Oh yeah, I saw. <clears throat> yeah, those are fun. Yeah, they were. They are fun. I'll just read a couple off here. A major virtual world or game provider will be named in a class action lawsuit for failing to enforce its terms of service. Well, that seems to happen. <laughs> yeah, often. at least one country will block access to Second Life citing content that violates local law. <laughs> like the giant flopping penises. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Because we all like our characters with large flopping penises. Well, they were like disembodied <laughs> giant flopping penises. <laughs> A state bar association will issue an ethics opinion on virtual world activity. A congressional committee will investigate money laundering and terrorism-related activity in virtual worlds. I hope to God it's the guy that coined the phrase tubes and... and Interwebs and such. The bulldozers push the data through the tubes. I hope that's the guy that... I hope he's like the lead for that. That'd be cool. Because we need that kind of clear... Totally. ...vision. But to me, I mean, a lot of these are, are, you know, they're kind of vague, but at least they're a little more specific and a little uh, less roundabout than than most of the predictions you... I read, anyway. You know, just the... Slightly less vague. Stupid... Mar- the Marvel game is gonna something will happen. It's never gonna show up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so our next item is what are things we'd like to see changed about MMOs in 2008? I'll lead that off with. I want more Twitch. I want networking code more like a shooter. Um, Tabula Rasa obviously is an example of that it can kind of happen. Yeah, I mean they've taken a step. Um, I'd like sure. more character mobility rather than just being able to jump, run, and swim. I'd like to see like complicated moves like in Guns or um, Prince of Persia or Tomb Raider. I always say that every time we talk about this. I'd love to see a game where I feel a little more agile as a... You know, I'm supposed to be this heroic character. Um, I'd also like to see like a quality open source MMO platform or even a viable like semi-quasi-commercial one um, emerge. You know, there's no real equivalent to MUDs Interesting. with the graphical games, right? It's just, they're just a bunch of commercial products or free-to-play stuff, but I'd like to see sure. something where people could actually, you know, develop their own content and have a customized world, you know? We could have World of Channel Massive Quest or something. Um, <laughs> but, you know, there's, like, this World Forge thing has been, they've been working at it for seven years, and I still see screenshots that look like crap you know i mean i am not to diss them but it's just seven years and they just still don't have a real anything there's this meta place thing that raf coster is working on that sounds like a do-it-yourself kind of um mmo construction kit that you can even commercialize if you want to when you know you can pay for the bandwidth you're consuming and all that that might be something but it's still not like open source there's so many you know industry leading open source products out there that i know it's possible for some group of people to get together a smart group of people to put together that you know could compete but it just hasn't happened there's just not enough motivation so and then finally i'd like to see <laughs> in some mmo an actual balance between pve and pvp but that's probably a pipe dream so, <laughs> on to you jay uh, i think my biggest hopes and i guess my hopes and dreams for for 2008 and mmos would be a, a return to the to the basics 
let's get back to basics where you know you make a world that is free to explore you're not going into the same dungeon as uh, like like say for for instance Noah and I we're both going into the same dungeon and, and we both pull out the same sort of you know doom and mayhem you know but we really haven't had any impact on the world you know I'd like to go back to the basics where I can go exploring you know feel like I've you know I've been the only one who's actually been there and right. done that you know and nobody else can claim that um yeah, I don't feel like you. Ha- I mean, everything's become so so much. It's like it's everything's instanced these days. Yeah, you know, and I'd like to see a, a a shift back to where you know the world is wide open. Yep. Larger worlds, you know, more places to explore. You know, and not a set a more non-linear approach to uh, MMOs, I think. Or like Oblivion. Yeah, I mean, I'd really, I'd like to see like an Oblivion, you know, Elder Scrolls type approach to the MMOs as opposed to, you know, okay, quest takes you here to kill X amount of rats or, you know, go deliver this package to this NPC. I'd I'd like to see a shift away from those kind of things. Cool. Noinator? Noinator. I have two things that are basically already mentioned by you guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, we copied off your paper again. The penalties of going third, of course. I'd like more action-oriented gameplay, like you were saying, Mark. And the other thing is, is I'd like to see more impact on the game world. We've talked about it several times before, and it was interesting when you were just talking about it just now, Jason. I was having a bit of a brainstorm. It'd be really interesting if... Uh, this is probably unrealistic on the back end, but that the whole world is an instance, but there's a cap to how many people that can get into it. And when people join the game and they log in, they get assigned to like a hundred people get assigned to this one instance of the world. And there's open spots within the game world in terms of where to go and what to do. And it's almost a survivor esque type of race in a way, not so critical that, you know, if you don't put in, if you don't play it 24 hours a day, seven days a week, that you're going to lose, but that there is consequences if someone gets to something before you do, or something like that. That I see, like a somebody, shard within a shard, kind of like a... Yeah, that there is only one sword of doom and mayhem in such and such dungeon, and whoever ends up getting it first is the one who gets it, and then the game right. shifts to it. But, I mean, yeah, I mean, say, seriously, say you accidentally just, you know, access this dungeon somewhere, you know, where, you know, it's just a random dungeon somewhere. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you're the first person to find it. Well, if you successfully, you know, get through this dungeon, you know, or if you and your group happen to just run into this dungeon, then, you know, all the spoils are yours. Yeah. And nobody can say that they did the same thing. Yeah, I like that. And I, I think it, it might potentially be realistic if there was a cap on the number of people. Now, granted, the experience would be bad if... 98% of those, 98 of those people never played again except for their first yeah. time or something. That's There's a lot of things that could make it go wrong but it seems like a so you're saying you'd like a revolutionary concept to emerge as opposed to a refining of everything that we've yeah because it's boring yeah you know i guess the the middle step between that is providing something that's not yet another flippin fantasy mmo (laughs) providing at least a different coat of paint on it yeah that'll make it remotely more interesting because asking for the type of things that i'm talking about are probably a little bit unrealistic so 
That's why I'm, I applaud the thing that Jason was talking about earlier, that there's been more variety in terms of the genres and the packaging of MMOs. I love Noah. He's been agreeing with me a lot this episode. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they're on the same side of the table. I know. Paying each other off or mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. Some kind of money laundering is good. <laughs> what do you have, Jim? Yeah. Well, I have, uh, going back to a, an episode we had earlier this year, we we talked about, um, well, I think Noah talked about it most, but I, I am totally in agreement about the necessity for uh, better social, social development, interaction with NPCs, maybe having yeah. spouses... Or a pet, or a sidekick, or a whatever that awesome. like you're actually having real yeah whatever <laughs> whoever it is a, a love a love mate whatever that you're actually having real interactions with it's not just like this canned crap you know it's like I don't know it's part of the game yeah it's part of yeah as much as going around and going on a quest or gathering five heads of X right exactly. I mean, and I guess we're seeing a, uh, just, like, I think the tip of the iceberg on that and uh, a couple of the new missions in City of Heroes where, you know, you rescue another superhero and the last, you know, few hordes you get help from that superhero killing and yeah and stuff like that. I'd just like to see more of that, you know, like, I don't know, make it seem a little more real. I think, yeah, I think it makes you feel more immersed in the world, that the world is actually something... That you're having an impact on, or at least is having an impact on your character. Right. You're not a soldier marching through the trenches. Well, let's just face it. You got. You just want a virtual blow-up doll. That's all you want. I'm so transparent. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Mark. Um, our next topic is: What MMOs will be the cream of the crop or bottom of the barrel in 2008? Um, oh, great. Here's our total arbitrary so part here, of our predictions. Here come some predictions from those of us who ate predictions. So I'll just start it out. I think Warhammer, when it's released, will dominate initially, but we'll, we'll have to see. I guess this isn't a great prediction because it's very conditional, but I think it'll dominate initially, but then I think Old Habits will return people to WoW or whatever other, whatever other games they were in love before. with before. Yeah. It's just going to be the new kid on the block with a big budget and a lot of people playing it, which is always exciting and draws users. Uh, I think Age of Conan will get mixed reviews. Um, Huxley and the Agency will come out, and I think they'll both do well. I'm actually really excited about the Agency all of a sudden. Pirates <laughs> of the Burning Sea will be forgotten. Um, I think <laughs> WoW will sustain itself by integrating tricks from more Ever- EverQuest 2 and whatever other features and other games emerge. Because they've got such a good head start, and I've already so, heard. So whatever Blizzard can can, uh, whatever the Blizzard board cube can, yep. can assimilate, they will assimilate, they will assimilate and destroy. I've it. already heard rumors, um, and I need to read up on it more. That Wrath of the Lich King is going to have some of the features that we've already heard about are going to be unique to Warhammer Online, like a big sustained PvP battle. All the all those features I've heard are are being considered for Wrath of the Lich King, which. Should come out. Well, that's for a later discussion. Um, I think uh, <laughs> Stop right there. Tabula Rasa and Lord of the Rings Online will slip. I think they're just one-trick ponies because they're so PVE-oriented. Uh, I think EverQuest 2 will stay about the same, but continue to add more and more features. But we'll never get the popularity of World of Warcraft. I think Eve Online will continue to grow steadily, but will never become the super rock star that WoW is. 
Um, City of Heroes and City of Villains will finally get an announcement for an expansion in 2008, but who knows when it will actually be delivered. Yeah. Um, and I think that Vanguard will be so outshined by all these other fantasy MMOs that it will um, suffer all of its loyal players to flee from it and probably go to EverQuest 2. Before it finally just winds down into nothing. You think it's just going to fold? Like, yeah, I used completely. to have high hopes for it, but I just think there's so much stuff coming out that's already got such a better yeah. start. Um, by the time they get the ship completely turned around for Vanguard, it's just going to be too late, and it's just one yet another fantasy MMO. That's my thought. Every time you mention Vanguard, I think of that stupid rat in the boat. And then there's that rat picture in the boat that they released, which was horrible. To me, that just defined the game <laughs> yeah. for me. That's all that I can think of. <laughs> I, I think that EverQuest 2 has enough things that are similar to what the hardcore Vanguard... Excuse me, the people that were hardcore and, and attracted to Vanguard wanted, that they'll be comfortable enough there. And I yeah. think that's where they're going to go, because it's going to have all the features and be stable. So that's my... It's my shotgun approach to predicting 2008. Wow. That's, that's, a, that's a pretty impressive... That was quite thorough. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm probably wrong on every single shotgun, issue. if I may say so. <laughs> no, I'd like for you to go next. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, and then yeah. you're just going to agree with gathers them, Gathers right? up his answers. Well, um, no, I mean, because it's, it's just funny how he's, like, agreed with me on a couple of points, and so I want him to go first this time. Test, for me. Test you guys are being so sweet to each other. We are. Yeah. Your hands under the table. <laughs> You're like never going to be allowed on the stage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's that. I've heard that gentle hand on cloth rubbing sound. I didn't know what that was. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I don't have quite as detailed an answer. I took a, an arbitrary, genuinely buckshot approach to this where I had three tiers top, middle, and bottom. Oh, that and then fair. I have this very arbitrary ranking board. of how I think they'll be in each of those tiers. So in my top tier, in order, I have Warhammer, WoW, and EverQuest 2. It's being probably the most, having the most notoriety out of everything that's out there. And in the middle, I think Lord of the Rings Online is going to hold on and still be a middle ground one just because it's got the popularity of its license behind it. And as much as I despise that remark from that management lead guy or whoever it was saying that people will be in the game just so they can be immersed in the experience of Middle Earth. Yes. I think that's going to be something that really sustains it, much in the way that Eve, is, Eve Online has sustained itself across the years. Agency, I'm unsure. I don't understand why Buzz is suddenly built on that game, so I threw it in the middle. <laughs> and then also in the middle I have Conan and City of Heroes. I would love for Conan to make a big impact, but there's... You know, there's it could I feel like it could go either way, and so that's why I put it in the middle. Then the bottom, I put in Dark Age of Camelot, Vanguard, Star Wars, Tabula Raza, Pirates, and Star Trek Online. Last, last. Star Trek Online. It's definitely <laughs> may not last. even come out. <laughs> it's definitely my last of my last. How about you, Jay? I predict that none of these games that are going to come out are going to live up to any of our expectations, whatsoever. I think they're all going to be huge disappointments to many players. In fact, so much so that a lot of games will fold. A lot of games will barely struggle to survive. You know, World of Warcraft, of course, will probably still be there with its trillions of trillions of subscribers. Yeah. You know, but I, I really think that none of these games are going to live up to the hype. 
You know, I, I believe, and you know what? And I also predict. I predict that I'll try each and every single one. Of them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna. I predict that the second Age of Conan comes out, I'm gonna go buy it, uh, and I'm gonna I'll play it for same. a few months, and then, and then, and then a few months after that, when Warhammer on, when Warhammer comes out, I'm gonna go buy that one too. The second it comes out, and I predict that Jim will be disgusted with us. I predict that Jim will probably be disgusted with this, and then I predict that sometime during 2008, all of us will go back and play some City Heroes for a little bit. Yeah, and then I'll and I'll return to WoW again, and Mark will return to World of Warcraft. I'll probably return to World of Warcraft at yeah. some point in time. Um, you know, I believe that uh, you know there are probably going to be a couple of games that are just going to completely just cease to exist. You know what games those are. You know, I, I, I really don't know. I don't think that Tabla Rasa is probably going to survive a lot of the mess simply because, you know, I think that they, you know, while, while I praise its combat system, you know, to no end, I really think that they really did a good job there. You know, I just don't think that they followed through with a lot of other elements of the game to keep it, keep people interested that much longer. Um... I think Lord of the Rings Online will be fine. Yeah, um, it's got plenty of players out there. You know, a lot of people just enjoy being in Middle Earth, and that, that's why they're there. They they like the concept of being in Middle Earth, and so they will remain there, whether they be hobbitses or dwarves or elves or whatnot. Um, but like I said, I predict that most of these new games that come out in 2008 are gonna totally fail to live up to anybody's expectations and. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, and that's pretty much it. Jimbo, I refuse to play this game. <laughs> you refuse to play this game. I don't have that note. On. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> I don't. I don't want. I don't feel if like. If you playing. choose not to decide, you still have made a choice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. Well, we're skipping over the um, Neymar one solid prediction uh, to save that for the. Last, so the second to the last one is the most ridiculous 2008 prediction anyone's heard. The one I heard, and I can't remember the source because I really wish I could, was SOE, SOE will announce plans for EverQuest 3 with new generation of technology. <laughs> Which, That's if they hadn't good. learned their lesson from EverQuest 2, <laughs> they should just be kicked in the teeth. Yeah, uh, but uh, that would never, will never happen ever, 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 ever. Ever, that, that's mine. Jason, uh, my my bold prediction for uh, the MMO genre in 2008 will be the perpetual. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. Oh no, no, we're we're, well, you're, you're we're most ridiculous. My most ridiculous yeah, prediction. Yeah, most ridiculous yeah. one you've heard. Well, that or I've the heard? one that the or most ridiculous one, one you can utter. Or I can make up one. <laughs> oh, <laughs> make one up. Okay, well, I, yeah, you're right. I guess I was skipping ahead. Tony Hawk joins World of Warcraft as <laughs> epic boss. No, actually, my, my my most ridiculous prediction, <laughs> I guess, or, or you know, whatever it would be, is that Warhammer Online will totally fail. Well, that is ridiculous. You know, be totally, you know, unaccepted by by the public. Rejected. Rejected. <laughs> absolutely. You know, it'll just totally bomb and fail within the first few months, and and nobody will want to play it. I think I've seen that prediction, actually, so... Yeah, I I just don't think that that's going to happen. Noah? I was going to say something about Tabula Raza being the big winner of 2008. Someone said that. 
Really? Oh, actually, it was uh, Darren from Common Sense, Sense Gamer. Gamer. Yeah, that's who I know he's, who it was. <laughs> he's yeah. in love with it right now, though. Yeah. I mean, he's and you know, I I felt love. the same way with him. You know, yeah. honestly, I, I I totally agree with with a lot of what he had to say about it. But I think that it fails on on a lot of levels that he's just not seeing right now for some reason. And yeah, you're you're kind of like I'm being a little more real. Similar to him, but it. a little ahead of him in the curve because like he was. He, like, embraced Lotro like crazy, and you kind of did. And then he went crazy for Tabularasa, and so did you. But then you, you always come out of it ahead of him. And then, <laughs> I'm just, like, a I, week I kinda, later, I don't know. Goes, I think oh. maybe I just see the light a little bit sooner than, than he does. I, I have faith that he'll come around oh, yeah. to, to my way of thinking. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and that, that's not saying that he doesn't have a mind his of his own. It's just... Come around. It's see just uh, Darren, Darren and I, I think we both have the same similar you do, likes yeah. and, and dislikes yeah. about games. It's just that I, I I see the I see the light at the end of the tunnel sooner, and I know that it's a train headed right for me. And I'm like, right. no, I'm getting out of the way right now. <laughs> it's a train. It's not a shiny no it's, object. It's not a, it's not have. a shiny new piece of armor. <laughs> it's it's a train coming right for me. Yeah. Is it my turn? I didn't go for ridiculous, most ridiculous. I went for the funniest one that I saw, <laughs> <That's good. laughs> which similar. said from the ancient gaming noob that the ghost of Gene Roddenberry propelled from its final resting point (laughs) in space by the centrifugal force of the constant spinning brought on by Perpetual's actions will possess Darren Stinnett and teach him the true message of Star Trek. (laughs) Darren's ability to faithfully articulate this vision will allow Perpetual to come back from the brink via a raft of new funding. Wow. Oh, and yeah. oh, and Star Trek Online will become the darling investment of Wall Street. What about? Oh, yeah. uh, I, I, I'm assuming DeForest Kelly and uh, and what is the guy who played Scotty will come along with them to come back from the grave. <laughs> you know, let's just pray that that actually happens. Ron Berry must be spinning so fast right now. <laughs> like, I mean, with all the bad crap that's happened with, to that franchise over they, the years, with I mean, their geez. continuing like. Yeah, scrapping of like the each series that they try, where they always try to, they always try to do the same thing. They keep trying to reinvent <laughs> Spock a different way. They keep they keep like just doing stupid stuff. The, the you know the canceling CBS is canceling the website. They laid off the the team. Yeah, the I did team. read that. Uh, Roddenberry must just be like, uh, it's sad. It's really sad. It's sad. It's quite sad. You know, if you can, if you can't do it right, just leave it alone. Let it go. Yeah. Live in the past. Well, on that sad note, our one prediction for the MMO genre for 2008, even though we kind of all took a shot at some other stuff, um, mine would be that WoW's next expansion, Wrath of the Lich King, will actually be released in 2008. I estimate sometime around November. I think it will not be delayed until 2009, as many people have predicted. Um, I think that basically... Um, I don't think they can afford to delay no, it that they long. Can't. No, I think it's basically going to have what they've said it'll have. I don't think there's any super secret hidden content that they're keeping from us. I think it's going to be what they've said it's going to be, and I think that um, Blizzard's COO Paul Sams is committed to keeping that promise. He made this promise earlier that they're going to do yearly expansions, and I think that though Blizzard's track record is to 
not release a game until it's time, they get the fact that expansions are different, and if they're going to keep WoW alive and relevant, they have to keep these expansions coming out. And with all of their power, as far as financial power yeah. and leverage, they can do it. It's the one thing they can do. And it might not be totally finally polished when it comes out, but that's why it's you know it's an MMO, it has updates, so... If they if they don't have some new temple of doom or whatever, they'll put that in shortly after. But I think they will make a two thousand. You mean King, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull? Yes, yes. <laughs> I do believe that they will do it. So that's my my not so brave prediction for two thousand eight. Jason, my brave prediction for two thousand eight is that Perpetual Entertainment will completely fold and they'll lose its license to Star Trek Online, and that'll be the end of that. Well, what about Gene? <laughs> Gene isn't coming back to Dude. save them, Jim. Nothing can save them now. Nothing can but I read it on now. the internet. <laughs> I know, true. I know, I know you did, but no, it's 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 just not going to happen. I that they're you know, nothing nothing good can come out of this. <laughs> I think that's right. Nothing good can come out of this. Perpetually crappy. <laughs> no one eater. Wow. <laughs> uh. In, sp- in spite of my critique that I think that generic predictions are stupid, I really feel that <laughs> this year... I'm going to issue several now. Yeah. I feel like the year that we're heading into with all the big products that we have coming out, Supposedly it's reminiscent... coming yeah, out. Yeah, whatever. It's, <laughs> it's reminiscent of when WoW came out, and... I think we'll see a, a rash of cancellations. We're, we're gonna, we, there's these games that we're looking forward to, and we're going to see cancellations because there's going to be people freaked out about Warhammer and competing against yet another expansion pack from Warcraft because Warcraft needs to do the, their expansion to compete with Warhammer. It, it, I feel that, therefore, it's going to just be status quo. It's going to be the same crap that's going on with progress to that collapse of the industry that I referred to earlier where this business model is right. going to prove fruitless and they're going to have to change it up and go into downloadable content and episodic content. I don't believe that'll happen in 2008, but I think 2008 will be a transitional year towards that in-game. Well, so that's a good point. Okay. Jim? I want to make these up as I go, but I have more localized predictions. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) So I predict that uh, by second quarter of 08, we'll have two fully functional MAME arcade games built. I like that. I like localized. (laughs) (laughs) I think uh, by fall of 08, the four of us will have totally stricken the word um from our vocabulary. God, I don't know about that. I'm going to work on it, though. Let's um, see. Just keep listening to the episodes. <laughs> I, think, uh, I think based upon the success of the first one, we will have two, dare I say two, two more contests this oh, okay. year for our uh, listeners. Rocks. We'll try. If we can re- if we can all raise twelve dollars and fifty cents. <laughs> by, by my new plan of is not that a subtle end? Here, <laughs> it is a subtle end. As long as we continue to award the prize to non existent people what? <laughs> it will be That's oh, true. Oh that's my new plan. So we can have a contest every day. <laughs> nice. We just never it's like, yes, we will 
randomly generate the name. I'll let them Congratulations You've won a car. I predict by the <laughs> end of first quarter 08 that the the other members of the staff will have paid me back for the first contest. <laughs> <laughs> That's stretching it. It is stretching it. And I'm going to I'm going to make a prediction about myself that I'm going to try uh, this is more a goal. I'm going to try another MMO this year. We'll 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 decide later. Well, that we'll is. have to figure out which one that may yeah, be. Yeah, whatever everybody else is probably playing at the time. <laughs> It'll probably Rather be Warhammer Online. Yeah, that's what I'm, <laughs> that's what I'm guessing. It may well be a giant orc. That's <laughs> all I have. I think you all should come up with uh, Channel Massive localized predictions. Oh, I'll start then. Go ahead, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> our, our, super, our, our super secret Channel Massive Noah prediction for 2008. Noah will complete the redesign mock-up. Yes. By end of 2008. <laughs> I'm glad Fourth quarter. A broad window to work Wow, that awesome. is. That's like 12 months. By by the end of 2008, I will have so many anti-spam for comments systems in place that no one will actually be able to post anything through the site, but rather will have to email us the comments that they would like posted. Uh, however, the Russian economy will suffer for this. <laughs> As will several other small Eastern Bloc countries. <laughs> <laughs> no offense to any of our Russian or Eastern Bloc country listeners. All four of you have some more <laughs> vodka like you do and uh, snuggle a polar bear or something. Uh, Jason? Uh, I predict that uh, Jim will actually enjoy one of these games we all decide <laughs> that he should play. That's uh, a bold that's prediction. That's really bold. Actually, I, I don't think that's much of a stretch, but I, I think we can actually get him to... To actually enjoy one, other um, than City of Heroes. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. other than City Heroes, exactly. Uh, I think Mark will continue his his alt itis. He will continue to delete characters after level fifteen <laughs> to twenty, and restart everything from scratch over and over and over again. This trend will continue. Basically, for the rest of Mark's life. <laughs> there is no rehab. <laughs> there is no turning back. Uh, the patient is near death. I predict myself. I, I, I predict that, uh, you know, I, I hope. I guess I hope. I'm more than. I'm, it's more of a hope. Pray? I guess. I hope and pray that, you know, one of these new games will actually engage me enough to, to keep playing it for longer than three months. You know, as opposed to, you know, getting bored with it, you know, after a while. You know, it's more of a hope than a prediction. It's a good one. And what about... What did I predict about Noah? I predict Noah will will be more attracted to more anime style. (laughs) (laughs) Their little round eyes and their their round hands and their... Thanks for listening. Channel Massive is an IGL production.